Welcome to The Grow Show, powered by Steel. On The Grow Show, we share ideas, tips, tactics, and insights to help you grow your landscaping business based on our team's 40 years of experience running a landscaping company and working with other owners and their teams to do the same. New episodes are released weekly on Wednesdays. Filling in for our host, Marty Grunder, this week is Grow Group Vice President, Vince Torchia. I'll let him take it from here. Hey everybody, Vince Torchia here from the Grow Group and Gunner Landscaping Company for The Grow Show, powered by Steel. Hey, this week I want to talk to you about accounts receivable. Accounts receivable is all the money that you are owed by your clients for work that you have done that has not been paid to you. Over the last few years, we've learned through our watching our metrics in our peer groups, one of the many metrics that we watch, that collections seem to be slowing for people. That either means, number one, maybe our process isn't as tight as it should be, we're not billing on time, we're not collecting on time, we're not asking for the money, or number two, in some cases, maybe our clients are just slower to pay. But either way, it's showing up more and more in our metrics, and we're seeing that people's accounts receivable balances on average are higher. Now, in the peer group, how we look at this is what we call your accounts receivable days outstanding. That is, on average, from the time that you bill something till the time that you collect it, how many days is that? Now, how you calculate that is based on an average, right? So you take your accounts receivable balance off of your balance sheet, divide that number by your daily sales, which is your sales for the same period divided by 365 days in a year, right? If you're looking at a 12-month period, to get a number of average daily sales that you have, you divide that into your accounts receivable balance, and that will give you a number. That number represents days. So you might be at 30 days, you might be at 45 days, you might be at 15 days. Typically, again, in our peer groups, we see companies under 30 days seem to have a very, very good accounts receivable process management. So what are some things people are going to collect faster? Well, Number one, they're taking credit cards or they're allowing people to pay via ACH. That automates the process and automates the system. If you're on recurring revenue things, whether it's lawn care, maintenance, whatever the case may be, if you have a set schedule, you can have an amount agreed to. It can be charged on the first of the month via a credit card or via ACH. You're just getting yourself out of the process of having to send invoices, wait for checks or wait for anything else. You're automating the process. That will automatically reduce the amount of time it takes to collect because you're getting paid on the first of the month for work that you're doing over the next 30 days. So first tip, easiest tip is get everybody onto either accounts with your company via ACH, right? The automatic bank transfers or accept credit cards for things that are on a recurring basis, have them sign a recurring agreement and just charge their credit card. So those recurring items are number one, right? That's going to automatically reduce our accounts receivable. Number two would be to accept ACH or to accept credit cards for all the other work that you're doing. Now, we get questions all the time related to credit cards about the credit card fee, right? Hey, you know, it's a $10,000 job. There's a 3% fee. I'm going to eat a few hundred bucks, right, as part of the fee that I'm eating as a company. Well, from the perspective of time value of money, build in that 3% into your overall job costing and just assume that over the course of a year, everybody that you're working with is going to pay you in credit cards. So you're kind of naturally inflating your prices by 3%. And if somebody wants to pay you in cash, they can and they can get a discount. Something that I learned from Jim Calai, one of our great ACE facilitators, that if people want to pay cash, give them the cash discount, but assume everyone's going to use credit cards. So you're already building that 3% into your model and you can recover it accordingly. But ACH, there's typically no fee or a minimal transaction fee that has to happen. But if you are only accepting checks, then you're just delaying the process that can happen between time you need to collect something and the time you're actually going to get paid. So again, 
after you set up recurring services, right, and you're automatically taking ACH payments, you're automatically taking credit cards, next would be to accept credit cards and ACH for all the other transactions that you do. Again, inflate your prices by 3% if you're worried about the credit card fee, but it can be proven over a mathematical equation. Money today at a discount of 3% or money you know, six months from now, but you don't have that 3% fee, the money you get today is much more valuable to your company. So accept credit cards and accept uh, ACH transfers. Some software systems allow you to have a portal where you can just log in. Customers can log in and pay you via a portal. They can use their credit card or they can use uh, ACH in that portal. That makes a system really, really work well because now customers can go in, they have a link, it's secure, they can pay that day. They're not reading to you, you know, bank accounts over the phone. They're not giving you a credit card over the phone. They're not filling out a form with their, you know, credit card number or ACH number on it and then faxing it to you or PDFing it to you. They're just going into the portal and paying. So that's a little bit of a variation of this, but that works well as well. So number one, anything recurring, get it on ACH, get it on credit cards, automatic changes. Number two, accept credit cards, accept ACH for all your other payments and use that in conjunction with a portal. Number three would be have one person in your company responsible for the AR management. Again, something I learned from Jim Kali, one of our ACE facilitators, that if you have one person responsible for it, then it's very clear who owns it, right? So the old joke is that, hey, if you have two quarterbacks, you really have no quarterbacks because how can you have two quarterbacks, right? Who's calling the plays? Who's running the offense? Same can be said for accounts receivable. If you have one person in charge of it, they understand they're coming in Monday morning and they're going home Friday night and they're responsible for accounts receivable. It doesn't mean they can't use other resources in the office. It doesn't mean they might have to check in with the salespeople and say, hey, you've sold this project. Like, you know, they have, it hasn't been paid yet. Is there something going on I don't know about? You know, why, why hasn't this been paid? You might involve other people within the process, but one person's going to own it and one person's going to follow up on that on a weekly basis, which it should be a weekly conversation at your company, right? We're running these reports. We're seeing who owes us what. Some of them, maybe it's our fault. Most of the time, hopefully, it's just a collections issue that we can go get resolved. But having one person own, manage, and detailed out what the accounts receivable process is will go a very long way. So once you've got the person that owns it at your company, what you want to do is automate anything that you can within the APR process using a software like a QuickBooks that will give you the ability to not only send reminders for transactions, but also we'll put the flags out in your organization for how you want to handle things. So for example, maybe at 15 days past due, they get the automatic reminder. Hey, Mr. Jones, we haven't received a payment for this. Perhaps it was lost. Here's the automatic reminder that you have not paid this bill yet. Maybe at 20 days, the reminder gets signaled that, hey, we haven't heard from this person via email. We're going to call them to ensure that it didn't go to their junk. Maybe it's not an active email address. Maybe it's just an administrative issue. We're going to call at 20 days. 30 days past due, we're going to automatically send them a letter, right? They're going to get a letter with a statement that their account is overdrawn. 45 days, maybe there's a collections process that's going to be started, whether it's maybe a lien or maybe it's in something a little less minor. And then at 60 days, you know, in our company policy, anything 60 days past due, we're going to file for a lien against the property or we're going to stop service. It, whatever the case may be, it's different for every company in every market. But to understand at your company what those check marks are along the way, so that you can automate of it what you can through a QuickBooks or through a process will go much better. So number one, who's owning it? And number two, how are they using any tools within their financial system to automate what happens? And you don't have to think at 30 days what happens. We're getting a letter sent. You don't have to think at 40 day, 45 days what happens. 
you just need to signal to production, hey, we're stopping services. It's been 45 days since payment, right? But all of those little stop gaps in between just need to be identified. You need to be shared with your company. And then again, typically finance people are pretty good at following systems, pretty good at following processes. Let that system or process become part of the finance team where they can communicate with production, they can communicate with sales, and they can stop service, get ready to file the liens or take action that they need to do so that we get paid. So there's really no silver bullet. There's no magic sauce. There's nothing that you know I'm sharing here that's going to be anything earth shattering to you. It's really about getting a system and a process together. So let's recap these very quickly, make sure I'm crystal clear on these subjects. But number one, anything recurring that we can bill for automatically, let's do it, right? The maintenance contract, the lawn care contract, whatever the case may be, automatic recurring transactions via ACH, via credit cards on the first of the month. Number two, for any work that we're doing, whether it's construction, recurring, non-recurring, whatever the case may be, enhancements, the ability to accept and use credit cards and ACH transactions on anything they want to, couple that with a portal they can log into and make secure payments, even better. But everybody should be accepting credit cards. Everybody should be accepting ACH. We work with some companies that will not do any work without a credit card on file that they can hit for charges, whether they're incidental, timing charges, whatever the case may be. But people are really moving to the credit card model, which works very well for cash flow and AR days. Then we're going to have one person own the system. We're going to have one person own the process. And finally, they are going to detail out at your company what the check marks are along the way and what we're doing at what day of delinquency of the payment, right? Whether it's the reminders that are automatic, the phone call to ensure they received it, the check-in with sales or production to find out if anything is wrong with the property, that there's a reason why they're not paying, the stopping service, the filing of a lien, the sending a letter, the final notice, whatever the case may be, chart out what those timelines are at your company, let the person own it, own it. Again, they can bring in other areas of the organization where they need, but that will certainly help your accounts receivable days. Again, run our equation, run the calculation. If you're in peer groups, right, you're used to seeing what those AR charts are looking like. Get under 30 days on average, and you will be in a good spot with your cash management. Thanks for listening to me this week on The Grow Show. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Grow Show. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and head to growgroupinc.com for more information and resources to grow your landscaping business. A special thanks to the folks at Steel, whose support makes this podcast possible and whose reliable handheld power equipment makes our jobs easier daily. We'll talk to you next week.